0: Hello and welcome to Just Therapist Things, where we talk all things therapy. My name is Jordan, and I'm a licensed marriage and family therapist from sunny California. I currently work at a private practice where we focus on child anxiety reduction, and I also work for a nonprofit cancer support organization. Thanks for listening. Hi, everyone. Great to have you. Not sure if you caught that in my intro, but it now says licensed marriage and family therapist because yay, I am now licensed. It has been a long road, but I'm so grateful to have made it and to finally be able to say that I'm a licensed marriage and family therapist. Today, I'm going to talk about what I did right and wrong while studying for the California MFT licensure exam. I took this exam in the fall of 2023, so keep that in mind when you are listening, that this information is from my experiences only studying for and passing the exam in 2023. So let's talk about what I did wrong first i didn't really research the different programs too much i looked at the pass rates prices and top programs but i didn't really research any more than that the program i chose was jerry grossman a really reputable company with a great pass rate they also apparently made the exam so that was a plus plus. and one reason why i chose jerry grossman was because they provided physical and online materials and I knew that would be best for how I study. Overall, Jerry Grossman was great, but it kind of felt like they just provided the materials and it was up to me to create my study plan. They do have a sample study plan that they give you, but I really just made up my own. I've heard that Therapist Development Center, or TDC, is great because it has 10 concrete and clear steps for you to follow. People I know have had great success following those 10 steps and passing easily. TDC seems like it holds your hand a little bit more through studying while Jerry Grossman is more, here are the materials and you do what you want with it. For someone who had not studied for years, I did wish at some points during my studying that I chose TDC for this reason. I think one of the most difficult parts for me was learning how to study again and having a huge daunting amount of material and not knowing where to start. I do think it would have been nice to have a program say, okay, do this first, then this, then that. And who knows, maybe if I followed Jerry Grossman's sample study plan, I might have felt better about this. What I did like, though, about developing my own plan is that it didn't seem as strict. I could kind of study what I felt like I wanted to study each day and didn't have to adhere to a specific plan. So moral of the story is that it's whatever works for you. I do wish that I researched a bit more about the different programs before purchasing my my materials And I think that it could have been helpful to talk to already licensed marriage and family therapists and also read on Facebook groups or Reddit what programs others used and what people think of those programs. But I really do think that any of the major study programs like Jerry Grossman, Therapist Development Center, and Ben Caldwell, among others, are great and will help you to pass. Another thing that I did wrong was purchase my study materials way too early. I am a very proactive person and that usually works out in my favor. However, sometimes it does not work in my favor. So when I had about 300, let's say hours left to complete out of my 3000, I thought, okay, why not purchase the materials now and just start looking over them? That proved to be way too early to even start studying because it took me approximately three months to complete the rest of those hours and then another six to seven months to get approval to take my licensure exam. And something to note is that it did take me a very, very long, I think exaggerated amount of time to wait to get approval to take my licensure exam because the BBS was so backed up. So I don't know if this is typical. Um, I've heard that it takes less time for others or that it took less time for others, Um, but mine did take a very long time. So that's just something to note that definitely allocate a few months in there um, between the time that you submit your licensure applications and the time that you get approval. The main issue that I had with purchasing my study materials early was that I did not read somehow that the online materials that I purchased expired after eight months of purchase. So this really sucked because I had to pay over a $100 to renew the online portion so that I still had access to the practice tests, quizzes, and audio recordings. I do know that TDC's online portion does not expire But unfortunately, Jerry Grossman's does, and I did not read that or else I would not have purchased my materials so early. As you know, if you are in this field, the licensure application has a lot of requirements and items that need to be completed before you send in the application for approval. Make sure to save everything. All the documents that you receive in grad school that your program says to save for licensure, all of your supervisor responsibility forms and hours, documentation, just save everything. A big mistake that I made was that I did not get physical signatures on my supervisor responsibility forms. A big reason for this is because of COVID, but also because of convenience. It is honestly a little crazy to me that electronic signatures are not accepted at this point, and hopefully they will be soon. So, I sent in electronic signatures for these forms, and I sadly received a deficiency notice via email. At this point, I had already moved out of Los Angeles where all my supervisors were, so this made it even more difficult to get the physical signatures. Luckily, I had a trip planned to LA a few days after receiving the email, and also, unfortunately, I had to spend a half day of my trip running around LA and getting signatures. Since my application approval took so long, almost five months, I was so worried that my application would be put back in the pile. To ensure that this would not happen, I sent an email to the person who notified me of my deficiency and asked how long it would take to get my application approved following submission of the updated documents. The BBS person luckily said that my application will be processed just one to two weeks after they received it, and it would not be put back in the main queue. If you do get a deficiency, I would recommend fixing whatever error there is to get it back ASAP and also respond to the email to ask about processing times. And, of course, read carefully if the application does not accept electronic signatures. Another thing that I did wrong was that I didn't study enough from the updated study materials. In addition to the two textbooks, two laminated charts, and flashcards, jerry grossman also provided a full packet of new exam material i unfortunately did not pay much attention to this material because it said it was updated in 2021 but i should have this material had a lot of information on military culture treatment plans for people in the military the effects of incarceration probation and parole parent management training caregiver stress and chronic illness gender minority experiences and more i knew the basics and main ideas of these topics but i did not study them in depth as i probably should have the packet that jerry grossman provided me is extremely detailed and i probably only looked at one page looking back i definitely would have studied that more luckily for me i do specialize in working with long-term illness and caregiver stress So those questions on the test came easy to me. I also have done research on mental health in the military, so I did know some information about that. I was really surprised how many test questions referred to materials that were covered in the study packet. So if your study program provides something like this, look at it. So now let's discuss what I did right. I think I did a really good job at staying on top of the BBS notices and my application status. I followed California BBS on Facebook and I encourage you to do the same as they post application updates and show processing times. They also sometimes respond to questions on the page that you leave in the comments. This is a good way to get in contact or get updates from them rather than emailing. I did, however, email the BBS a few times to check in on my application status and I pretty much got the same response of, we're working on it. It really seemed like the BBS had the slowest processing times ever when I sent in my application. I'm not sure if it was backed up from COVID or they have an employee shortage or what is going on, but it took a while and people on the Facebook group were pretty outraged. I was definitely frustrated at some point, but I knew the BBS workers were trying their best and it wasn't their fault. I kind of just viewed it as a way to have more time to study. Another thing that I did with my application was that I included a postcard when I mailed in the application. This postcard had a thank you message and my address in the return address box. When the BBS receives this, they stamp it with a received stamp and put it back in the mail to send back to you. This is a great way to know that they have received your application, especially when you have put a large check in it. So to reiterate, follow the California BBS Facebook page to see processing times and application status, and also include a postcard with your application so that you know the exact date that they have received it. Something else that was very helpful was that I asked questions to someone who had already passed the test and who had recently taken it. I wish I did this a bit more, but I did have a colleague who was a few months ahead of me in the process and it was so helpful to talk to her. I do wish that I searched around a bit more and talked to more people who use different types of programs, even before I purchased my materials. But having someone there who has been in the same shoes, especially recently and especially in the same year, was absolutely great. So I really encourage you to reach out and to talk to someone who has taken and passed the test. Something else that I think I did well was that I studied my way. I didn't force myself to study a particularly specific way. I just really did what felt right. I am a pretty visual learner, so making charts, lists, and diagrams was super helpful. For example, I made a chart for different crisis situations and interventions. I made a chart for family systems theories and other theories. And I also made some diagrams dedicated to disorders that were pretty similar and could be easily confused. For example, something included in the diagram was ODD versus DMDD, or antisocial personality disorder versus conduct disorder, or bulimia nervosa versus anorexia binge purge type. Of course, this is going to vary for each person and depending on your learning style, but just do what fits for you. It is a lot of material to study and a lot of information to put in your brain, so no need to add the extra stress of forcing yourself to study a specific way. Another important point is that make sure to study the difference between goals versus interventions and assessment versus management because you need to watch out for those words in questions so that you know how to answer and so that you know what answer best fits. Another thing that I did well was that I took multiple practice tests and I scheduled specific days to take them. This was helpful for me because then I could really mentally prepare. So I knew, okay, this week on Friday, I am going to be dedicating four hours to take this practice test so I could schedule other appointments and other clients around that. I planned to take the practice tests on days where I had less or no clients at all so that I could just focus on the test and then have time to relax afterwards. The practice tests are pretty draining and they do take up a lot of time. Make sure that you treat the practice tests like the real thing as best as you can. Then I reviewed my practice tests extensively. It would take me days to review a practice test and I really think that that is where I got most of my good studying in, as the test provides you with an explanation for each answer. And I used what types of questions were asked on the practice test as a guide to study specific topics further. Something that is difficult but necessary is to not only study the material but study how to take the test. When you take practice tests, quizzes, etc., it of course helps the information stick in your brain, but it also allows you to see what the test is looking for in an answer. Pay attention to the patterns and details in answers. There are a lot of things on the test where there's a right or a wrong answer and it's pretty black and white such as in the case of crisis intervention, law and ethics, business practices, and more, but a lot of it is really subjective. The test does not take into account personal therapeutic styles, experiences, or trainings. The test wants you to think about the best answer in a general sense, and the right answer is usually clear-cut with no fluff. Keywords such as management, intervention, assessment, Early, middle, and late stages will guide you towards an answer, as well as awareness of the need for a medical referral or crisis intervention. When you are reading a question, highlight these keywords and immediately cross out the answers that do not adhere to what the question is asking. Lastly, don't rush it. I took longer than I wanted to to study and take my test and looking back I do not regret it at all. Part of the reason why it took longer was due to the slow processing times of the BBS but also because I took my time and I did not push myself to take the test on a specific day or by a specific time. Unless you have a deadline with work or something like that, remind yourself that You will pass the test when you are supposed to pass and it will happen when it is supposed to happen. Don't rush the mental preparation process. I hope it was helpful to hear what I did right and wrong while studying for the California MFT licensure exam so you too can pass and finally be a licensed therapist. Thank you for listening to Just Therapist Things, and I will talk to you soon.